Hi and welcome back. You are listening to myself and a mate, the podcast that shares insights on unlocking how consumption has transformed what the good life is. The millennials and those born between 1990 and 2000s are starting to beef up their wallets. The context of their upbringings are different from those who came before. They haven't lived a day without the internet and were on social media since grade school. This means that their perspectives of how and where they want to spend their money varies from what we've seen in prior generations. Today we will focus on what constitutes a good life through the lens of consumption for a middle-aged woman. Joining me today is Sara Ali, business entrepreneur, mom, and housewife. And I am your host for this session, Aisha. Now let's go ahead and dive in. So, Sarah, what would you consider to be a good life? So I think for me, a good life would be, first of all, I think living in a comfortable home, um, in a nice, big, comfortable home, um, <laughs> in a secure environment, uh, giving my children the absolute best education, allowing them to do extramural activities. I think these are things that are so important to love a good life and the quality of your it increases the quality of your life as a whole. Okay, so basically you find that your ideal life relates to long-term benefits of your household, right? Yes, um, as a mother and as a wife, most definitely. It's interesting that you say this because according to Miller, 2012, since the time of Aristotle, the criteria for a successful life has been measured in terms of one's economic impact on the household. With all this being said, how would you prefer to spend your money? That's uh, quite a nice question. For me, I would prefer to spend my money traveling. Um, I think the experiences that I've had on the road are memories that will last a lifetime. And I've always had insightful conversations with strangers and time for self-reflections. These moments are just um, amazing. And I think uh, if we award our children like that um, opportunity to travel, it also just broadens their horizons and gives them a more holistic view on the world. So for me, it would definitely be traveling. Basically, what you're saying is that you don't give into the norm of a good life um, that is materialistic or like showcasing your luxury products. It's more about self-benefit and purpose and basically enriching your children's lives through your consumption. Am I right? Yes, you're correct. Okay, perfect. So being a mother of three, would you say that your shopping experience should be shared or do you feel like it's a good time um, for you just to be alone and... So I think, ugh, I'm a mom, so you can only imagine how I feel about that. <laughs> um, but uh, for me, I think it would be alone. I like to grab a drink and then browse through the shops and put on new things instead of having to worry about taking the kids to the loo and one is grabbing things off the mannequin and it's just insane. So for me, it would definitely be uh, alone, yeah, alone. Okay, but how would you then buy for your family when they are not around? Um, so I buy for them based on what I think they would like. And honestly, I mean, I know them, so I'd know what they like. <laughs> okay, so basically, you're trying to say you'd rather spend on your family um, rather than yourself. But does spending your money in this way make you feel fulfilled? No, definitely. It definitely does. I think um, money can never, ever buy an experience. Um, and just seeing the way your children receive that experience and receive and, and make memories and, you know, um, I don't think money can ever buy that. And I think it's quite a satisfying experience knowing that your kids have experienced it and they're open to the world and it's just something money can never, ever buy. So, yeah, I definitely, definitely do feel... Um, fulfilled spending my money that way 
So in today's times, millennials and many others are heavily influenced by buying products which celebrities advertise so that they can identify with them. Would you say that any of your purchases have been impacted by a celebrity in any way? I think it would be entirely true for me to say no, um, because I think through through social media, we're able to connect so easily with others as they share their purchases and their shopping hauls and reviews, especially like with makeup. We see so many influencers, both local and international, and we see how they look and do their makeup, and we assume that this is the idealistic look, and that's why ultimately it makes us purchase the same eyeshadow palette or the same brush or blush palette or you know, and it's tempting, I guess. It's like we all want the same Jamie Oliver band because his band doesn't stick, you know. So I think, and um, not, not, in, not, um, I think to an extent, yes. Okay, so do you feel like you would um, be more tempted to buy something because of um, visual aids or like a good shopping display, like a window display or something like that? uh to an extent but i'm a little bit old school so i won't uh so i I actually really just want to physically feel the product and touch it and have the whole shopping experience um i think that's just how it is for me before i actually purchase it i mean i know the whole world's doing online shopping it's like the biggest thing ever uh but i always feel like when i shop online i'm gonna get conned you know but yeah and that concludes our podcast for today Thank you so much, Sarah Ali, for being here with us and sharing your insights on personal consumption patterns and how that constitutes a good life for you as a mom, entrepreneur, and housewife. Uh, always a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in.